This is The Good List. I'm Tish Oxenreiter. This is a habit. So have you ever thought about how it is we know the history we know? It's easy to document modern history, so we don't really think about it much. But the stuff we know about the world before any of us existed largely came from primary sources, more specifically letters and journals. I mean, think about what we know about the founding of the United States because of the letters between John and Abigail Adams, or John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, or Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Or the journals from some of those people, like George Washington's and Benjamin Franklin's when they traveled, or Jefferson's farm journals. Or how about Anne Frank's diary? We learned so much about what it was like to live in hiding as a Jew during World War II because of her writing. We also have access to lots of diaries from the Great Depression, especially from women who did their best to keep their home fronts running. And it's these specific primary sources— Journals from men and women living their lives during a tumultuous time in our history that's inspired this particular addition to our good list. And that's to keep a quarantine diary right now. Yep, keep a regular log of what's happening in your world, big and small. It might not feel interesting right now because at the moment, you're just trying to keep your head above water. Maybe you're working from home for the first time, or you're suddenly homeschooling, and overall, everything in your life is different and maybe a bit harder right now. It's a big deal to find chicken and eggs at the grocery store. You can barely leave your house, and going on a daily walk feels like a major event. It sounds monotonous and maybe not worth journaling, but it is. It is because it's different. It's out of the ordinary, and Lord willing, it's temporary. Like the Great Depression or World War II or any other unique time in history, things aren't the status quo right now, and we largely know what life was like in the day-to-day because of journals and letters. Not news articles or journalists' accounts of the politics of the day, though those are important, but life for individuals, families, and everyday people. We know about life in weird times because of, quote, normal people's accounts of them. And it may not feel like anything special right now, but that's been the case for most of human history. It doesn't feel interesting when you're in the thick of it, living it. This is all the more reason to keep a diary right now, because eventually you'll look back on this wild time in our history and you'll want to remember when things were different. And I'm not even talking about keeping a journal for future historians so they can recount in textbooks and history books what it was like during the coronavirus pandemic, though that's true too. Keep a diary for the history records of your personal family, for your family tree, because one day you'll be ancestors to your future generations, and they'll be fascinated by what your life was like right now. Just like your own grandparents' photos from World War II, or your parents' love letters to each other, or yearbooks, or all the other ephemera of your family, add to that for your experience during the 2020 coronavirus pandemic. Now, what am I talking about practically? I mean, who has time to keep a lengthy, detailed diary of everything that's happening, right? Well, not me, and I bet you don't either. So let's get into the nuts and bolts of making this work. 
right after this break. I'll be right back. I'm really grateful that right now I've got a couple sponsors who create amazing stuff to keep us all healthy. And this week's sponsor is Ritual. We all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies healthy in the long run, and Ritual wants to help you do just that. Ritual is an obsessively researched vitamin for women. Even though we may try and try to eat all the right things and make our meals as balanced as possible, we most likely are still not getting all the essential nutrients we need on a daily basis. Ritual's essentials contain the nutrients we need most in clean, absorbable forms without shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. Two easy-to-take capsules provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I typically take my Ritual Vitamins in the evening as part of my bedtime routine, and I feel good knowing that I'm getting what my body needs daily. They're vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and have allergen-free ingredients, and their sources are all out there for the whole world to see. And for just a dollar a day, you can have all the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month with no strings attached. And it's also really easy to pause your subscription at any time. Also, no strings attached. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, you can get 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash goodlist to start your ritual today. One more time, that's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash goodlist. All right, we're back. So what do I mean about keeping a journal? I'm not talking about lengthy letters or pages and pages of your brilliant, poignant thoughts. In my experience, I journal to clarify what's going on, what's happening in my day, and to process my thoughts not because I already know them. Most of the time I open my journal and grab my pen, not quite knowing what I'm going to say. I use my time to write in order to figure that stuff out. So don't not do this because you don't know what to say. You probably won't know what to say until you start. And don't not start because you don't have time. You don't need to do more than a few minutes at the most. In fact, right now, I'm still using my one-line-a-day journal that I've been using anyway. We're talking two to four sentences about what's going on with my time. The weirdness of being stuck at home, the kids and how they're doing, the feeling of cabin fever, what it's like to see empty shelves at the grocery store, my emotions from listening to the news, the unexpected blessings of life slowing down, even the weather. Whatever comes to mind, honestly, it's not really important that you write something poignant, It's more important, the simple act of documenting your days. I do think you'll be glad if you did this in your own handwriting, but don't let that stop you either. If it feels like too much work or if it's too slow, it's all good. Open a simple doc on your computer and just start documenting your days. Heck, you could even use an app on your phone to capture your thoughts as you have them. And if you're not prone to social media addiction, maybe even use Instagram and create a unique to you hashtag you can click on to look back on. Document your days with photos and a few thoughts. Don't worry if they're not interesting to anyone else. As for me, I'm not going to be doing this because of my Instagram hangups. But hey, you go forth if you don't have them like me. And like I mentioned, just write down your thoughts, whatever they may be. But if you feel stuck, I've actually got a few ideas. I assigned this idea this week, in fact, to my high school English class. Keep a quarantine diary. 
because I know they'll be glad too. I'm giving them a few daily prompts I thought up, and I also asked my Books and Crannies subscribers if they had any ideas for questions. Basically, what would they want to look back on and read about if they were going through this during their teen years? I also asked on Twitter, and some of you gave some great ideas. So here are a few questions if you need them. What's an unexpected blessing about social distancing right now? What's one thing you miss most from your typical daily life? Knowing what you know now, what would you tell yourself the day before social distancing began? How does being told to stay home feel different from choosing to stay home? What do you hope will change because of this time? What do you hope will stay the same? What would you do differently about the crisis if you were in charge? What's gained by technology when you're isolated? What's lost? What's one place in the world you would want all to yourself right now, and why? If coronavirus was a fictional character, who would they be, and why? That last one was my favorite. I actually have a total of 30 journaling prompts I gave my students, thanks to you guys and Books and Crannies, and I'm happy to share them. So if you want it, just head over to the show notes of this episode, number 15. So keep a low-pressure, ordinary daily diary during these days of quarantining and social distancing. Your future self will be glad you did, and your descendants will be very glad you did too. Hello, Tish. This is Shannon Hood, and I'm calling you from Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I am really excited about a project I've been working on for the past almost year. I've been writing one letter every day for the year um, 2019, and it has been so life-changing, and I would love to share more about that with your listeners um, I am planning on approaching some podcasts about interviewing about this habit of letter writing and what is done for me, but I haven't yet. So this is the first time I've done this. So it's like pretty nerve wracking, um, but I'm just so excited about it. And it has changed me in so many wonderful ways. I am more, um, more prone to notice things that are wonderful in my life. I'm more, my eyes have been opened to people that are doing wonderful things and really even small things um, that impact me. And so I take take a moment to sit down and write them a short letter of gratitude um, or a thank you note. Um, I'm really paying just paying more attention to ways that uh, people connect and how I can connect with people that I love. And the tangible handwritten letter is just one of the most wonderful ways that we can connect with the people that mean the most to us. So thanks for listening to this long message, and I would be so excited to talk more with you about this idea. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. If you like The Good List and you haven't yet, would you please leave a quick five-star review? Believe it or not, this one little thing really helps a new show grow because many podcast players, especially Apple, make a show more findable for new listeners whenever it has more reviews. Here's a recent one from listener hmm, Swelbing Greenville, I think is what you say. They say, I'm loving this. Such a great thing to listen to while showering or doing a short task. It's the perfect length. And it's filled with all those little things that add a little spark and spice to life. Who doesn't want that? Thanks, Tish. 
Well, thank you, dear listener. So if you'd like to keep the good list around for a while, please leave a quick review. It doesn't need to be long, and it only takes a few seconds. Details on how to do this are at thegoodlistshow.com. When I hang out online, I'm mostly on Twitter at Tish and sometimes on Instagram at Tish Oxenreiter. You can also find a transcript and the show notes of this episode at number 15 at thegoodlistshow.com. And don't forget, that's also where you can find all the journaling prompts if you'd like a copy. And I want to hear from you. I really do. Now more than ever, it's important to take stock of the good things in your life. So consider this a personal invitation to do that. Tell me in just a couple minutes what one thing, work of art, idea, or habit is currently making your good list. Leave me a voicemail at 401-684-GOOD, which goes directly to voicemail, or simply record your voice and email me the voice file, first stating your name and where you're from, and we may feature your voice here on the show. For reminders on how to do this, go to thegoodlistshow.com. Thanks so much to Shannon for sharing her current idea that's making her good list. Music for the show is by Kevin McLeod, and thanks as always to Caroline Tissell for her help, as well as my furry intern, Jenny. I'm Tish Oxenreiter. Thanks for listening to The Good List. Mm-hmm.